Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the Cash Grab Podcast, the podcast where we go through different movie franchises that have been turned into video games and decide whether they're cash grabs or not. I'm Steph. I'm <laughs> Tom. Fucking hell, that was flawless. Tom, Tom struggled <laughs> with the intro so much that he's still struggling to talk now. Oh, I wasn't even sure if you'd say your own name when I tried to introduce <laughs> you. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to say the word franchises and it just turned into like a wet, wet fart. I don't know what happened. That was absolutely bizarre. I totally corpsed it, but I'm here now, Steph, and that, what, that's what matters. And I'm, ve- I'm very happy to be here. This is a very important episode, I think. It really is. I mean, should we just get straight into it? Yeah, let's just jump straight in. So Fuck the housekeeping. Yeah, let's just dive in. Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. Now, <laughs> did you see this film in the cinema? You know what? I may have done, but I don't remember. I've seen it so many countless times on video, DVD, whatever, you know, a yeah. million and one formats. But I, pr- I probably did see it in cinema. I must have done. Yeah. I must have screamed enough at my parents for them to take <laughs> me when I was... <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I think I'm in the same boat. I don't remember going, but I'm pretty sure I yeah, went. Yeah, must have done. Yeah, when did this go in 1999? Yeah. You must have gone to cinema. Yeah, I would have thought so. I would have thought so. You know one of the first films I remember seeing, like going to the cinema for? It's a real shit one. <laughs> oh. Is it going to... What is... Go. What is it? Cats and Dogs. <laughs> do you remember that? I fucking do. It wasn't it really cack. Oh, proper it shit. It was proper cack, wasn't it? That was 2001. What, Cats and Dogs? Cats and Dogs. What was Eight-Legged Freaks? Because I didn't see that as well. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. 2002. Yeah, I went to see Eight-Legged Freaks in cinema. Oh, I was a messed you up at that, that young age. Oh, wait, is that the one where the, like, they speak to each other? The, the, what, the spiders? spiders. They have don't... like a little language of each other. Do they? I don't know. Because there was Eight-Legged Freaks and Arachnid, weren't there? They were released yeah. at the same time time. No, Arachnid is an old, older film, isn't it? Arachnid is like or an 80s. Arachnophobia. Oh. Yeah, that was 1990. Like... I'm sure Eight-Legged Freaks, the spiders talk to each other. Maybe they did. The only thing I remember from Eight-Legged Freaks is there's one scene where a cat and a massive spider get into a fight in a, like a roof and you see the like ceiling falling down. Mm. Um, and the other scene I remember is where one guy literally just goes, why can't we stop these eight-legged freaks? Yeah. Chris, yes. Get back, you eight-legged freaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. It was a really, really class shit movie. The f- I don't think it was my first film. Yeah. But the film that I remember, like, Definitely going to at a young age. Yeah. I feel like, I can't remember, yeah, I can't remember if it was my first one, but it's one I remember the best. Was Finding Nemo. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like, I, I remember, the, I remember the exact cinema. I remember going into it. Like, I can remember coming out of it. I remember, like, I remember the film, obviously. But, like, yeah, that's the one I remember the best. You know what is before then? Uh, those two films that I mentioned, and I do remember seeing Phantom Menace. That was 1999. Oh, yeah. I remember going to see Phantom Menace as well. Yeah. And and I remember enjoying it. Yeah, I dare say I enjoyed that a lot more than Cats and Dogs. <laughs> I mean, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> Cats and Dogs, even at the time, I was like, this is real. This is bad. This is a real this is hefty pile of dung right here. This is hard to sweep. Is there a Cats and Dogs game? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you should search that. I should, I should. Yeah, give me a quick... Sh- right, do you want to start giving me a little talk about Toy Story? Right, Toy Story 2. So, jumping straight in, in uh, into the movie. First of all, you're taken into... If your experience beforehand is just Toy Story 1, you know, consider you're at the time of release of Toy Story 2. You go in and it basically goes into this space-like scenario where you are in the middle of space and it says you're in whatever quadrant, Sector 4. And it's a totally different take on the start of Toy Story and you're like what is this all about it zooms into this planet and you've got what is effectively some sort of mission that Buzz is undertaking now we find oh you've got something to talk about haven't you oh Tom. fuck Tom what? did you know what that 
Cats vs. Cats and Dogs had a sequel, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. <laughs> Stop it. Did you know that that had a video game <gasps> for the Nintendo DS? No. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Oh, we've got to do it. Developed by 505 Games. Quite a big company. 505? Hmm. Those aren't the people that did Halo, are they? No, that's 343. You could see how I got confused. (laughs) I can see where you were aiming from. I know they're more more publishers. I was going to say, imagine if you load it up on your DS. (laughs) You're in the main menu. Halo. (laughs) (laughs) This game's mad. (laughs) Uh, Right, sorry, carry on. Yeah, uh, so throughout these sequence of events with the opening of Toy Story 2 in this like space age mission that Buzz is undertaking, number one, it's an amazing opener fucking cool it's kick ass it's great fun and basically it is all to take down the evil emperor zerg zerg yeah but the overriding thing in this is the incredible amount of star wars references both through actions and sound i honestly didn't realize until we rewatched it just now that it was packed full packed. of star wars references. I, I i dare say there's 10 10 Star Wars references in At it. At least. It's mental. It's wicked. Yeah, it oh, yeah, it's great. It, wor- yeah. it works brilliantly. It's, it's, it's great fun. It's really funny. It's awesome. And then and then you realise it's Rex playing the Buzz Lightyear video game on what's meant to be a Super Nintendo. And he can't complete it because of his stubby T-Rex arms. You can't jump and shoot at the same time. Talking of T-Rexes... I've got two things. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Did you know they were feathered? Yes. That's my first thing out of the way. <laughs> my second thing. Have you heard of the new the new T-Rex like species they found? No. It's got a really ah, oh, it's called the Reaper of Death. Fucking that's Look a cool name. Look it? it up. For a dinosaur. Yeah, like I think it might be Reaper of Death. The Reaper of Death T-Rex. Yeah, look at it. Look at wow. that horrible look fucker. That thing. Look at that. Discovered in Canada. It was only like, was it a year, a year ago? But look at that. That looks cool, doesn't it? Mate, evil fucker, isn't it? Mm. But yeah, so for, for viewers, look Ooh. up the Reaper of Death T-Rex. When was this discovered? It was like 2019 or something. Like It hasn't been discovered long, but it's like a species of T-Rex. Uh, and they've called it the Reaper of Death. And you can see why. The thing has a god-awful evil mouth. I think maybe 2018. Is it? I mean, it's not. It hasn't been discovered for too long. Well, it's 80 million years old. <laughs> he's young for a dinosaur <laughs> yeah 80 million years young yeah <laughs> but yeah so but going from quite a significantly scary t-rex to what i would deem the most friendly t-rex of all time the Rex, best t-rex of all time the best what a guy and he just can't manage his video games because his little arms he just can't he can't what he says he can't do is he can't jump and press the fire button at the same time and poor laddie just can't. Can't. No. Did you, when you used to watch Toy Story, did you have a favourite toy? Um, I really liked Rex RC. <laughs> My stomach's rumbling. <laughs> really liked Rex RC. I liked Slinky as well. Yeah. But I don't know if I had a favourite. Probably Buzz, to be honest, when I was a kid. Yeah. Yours is Slinky? Mine is Slinky. I've yeah. always always loved Slinky. What is it about Slinky? I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I had I had a normal toy of Slinky. You actually had I one? Loved, yeah. I never had And Slinky. I had like remember when McDonald's used to do your little like shitty little Happy Meal toys? Yeah. Yeah, I had a shitty little Slinky <laughs> from there as well. I remember <laughs> I actually remember asking the guy at the counter when I got my Happy like, Meal. Give me my Slinky. I oh, want a fucking Slinky, mate. And what did he say? <laughs> 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 what, what did he say? <laughs> It was like, thank Back you. off, you little prick. <laughs> thank you for asking so nicely. No, I was probably like, I was probably really nervous. I'm like, please, sir, 
Can I have a slinky in my Happy Meal? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got a slinky. He gave me one, so... Nice. That was nice. Yeah, good fella. I remember it being really shit, and I'd be like, oh, I've got the better slinky at home anyway. <laughs> so This is all a waste of my time. But yeah, I don't know why, but slinky's always been my favourite. It might just be his generally laid-back attitude. Could be. His rough, gruff voice. Yeah. <laughs> he has got really gruff voice, really gruff isn't one, he? Yeah. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's got a smoker's overtone to him, isn't he? But he's... Yeah. He's a dog, but he's a dog. But he's not. He's hey, Woody. <laughs> hey, Woody. Hey, Gladface. That's really good. <laughs> hey, Gladface. So, where were we? Oh, yeah, Rex is playing a game. Just Toy Story. Yeah, so Woody gets ripped. The yeah. inevitable rip. Yeah. And it is a devastating scene, isn't it? It's quite, he gets, yeah, it's quite it horrible, goes, It goes from, you know, fun play of the Toy Story kind of, like, imagination. Yes. So Woody being ripped and shoved on the top shelf with all the dust. He gets shelved. Yeah. And out of the way, like within seconds. Yeah. And it's just tone change. Yeah. It, the movie takes quite a dark turn. And then he has his dream, doesn't he? Where Andy's like, I don't want to play with I you I forgot anymore. you're broken. Yeah. I'm not going to play Bye, with you. Bye, Woody. And he goes, like, Simpsons, Simpsons hit and run, dead eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's a good prompt. Watch our Simpsons hit and run playthrough. We're doing 100%. If you want to see some dead eyes. If you want to see some do soulless it. motherfuckers <laughs> on an amazing video game, do it. Watch it. Watch you it know, now. If you're in bed, you don't want to get out of bed yet because it's a Sunday morning. You're like, I've woken up and I can't go back to sleep, but I don't want to get up yet. You know, it's not time to get up for breakfast. <laughs> We've all been Just there. watch an episode. Just watch an episode. You'll love it. Yeah. Anyway. Do it. Yeah. So then he gets shelved and he finds my second favorite character of Toy Story. Wheezy. He's your second favourite. <laughs> I love Wheezy. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, Mate, he's your so choice is a rogue. What is this about? Wheezy. Wheezy's Mate, so I forgot he good. existed until I, heard... <laughs> I was I was like, what is that? Oh shit, yeah, because I remember when we were watching it, I was like, oh yeah, he's that little penguin dickhead. Yeah. I didn't even remember he existed. I love him and he does a little song at the end. I remember that. Yeah. I actually remember that because he does get his squeaker fix in the end. He does, yeah. They get him a new squeaker. Yeah. Love Wheezy. Well, uh, um, can I just ask out of curiosity if you had to pick a third favourite? RC. Yeah. Yeah. RC's great. I mean, who doesn't like RC? Yeah, Everyone RC, likes RC, RC cars. RC is great. He's the cool guy. In fairness, after watching this. Strong man. <laughs> oh, oh. Strong man's like a good top five. <laughs> but not for the reasons he'd want to think. He was, like, you... he was like, it's because I'm strong. And you're like, no, it's because nah. you put behind doors and we just smash yeah, you out of the way. It's because you are a doorstop, my friend. <laughs> An abused one. After watching this, uh, this time, Toy Story 2. I've got a newfound respect for Etch a Sketch. Oh yeah, because without Etch-a-Sketch him, is, he's mate, pinnacle, isn't he? He's fucking brilliant. Yeah, and yeah, also about... the voice modulator guy. Oh, he was funny, isn't he? Lose burning thighs. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. He is absolutely brilliant. So yeah, as, as Steph was saying, Woody gets a rip. He gets shelved, and then and his mum decides to have a yard sale. A whole series of events happen where Wheezy is taken for the yard sale. Woody goes to rescue him and ends up being part of said yard sale. This leads us into meeting the kind of antagonist. Yeah. Who is... Well, one of the antagonists. Spoilers alert. One of the... Is there another? Is there one? There's a second antagonist in this film. Not just Al. I think I know who it is. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we can spoil this because... It's a very old film. Prospector. The Prospector. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Turns out to be a real dickhead, doesn't That surprised it? me. I mean, I still remember like, to this day being like, He is really nice when wow. you first meet him. Like, when <laughs> yeah, because he's a really nice, gentle old man, isn't he? Yeah. In fact, you suspect Jesse of being the pain in the arse. Yes. And actually... But no one suspects there. Bullseye. Everyone loves Bullseye. Bullseye's just pure, isn't he? Yeah. He's a wholesome horse. Yes. But yeah, no. So, um, what? Woody falls down, he, you know, mm. the owl, owl, chicken man. That's it, owl. owl. Yes. From Owl's toy barn. Yes. So he tries to buy him. She's like, no. And then he breaks a lock. In fairness, yeah, it 
one of that that bit where he's like, "Oh, I'll give you like you know fifty cents for this junk," and she's like, "No, no, no. There's a family toy in there. I'm not going to let you have it." I'm and not an like, idiot. I can see the toy underneath the two <laughs> items you placed yeah. on top of it. And he's like, "Oh, I've got an experienced haggler here. All right, I'll give you five bucks." And then she takes him away, and he goes, "No, no. All right, I'll give you fifty. And then pork chop goes, "No, fifty quid ain't bad." <laughs> like, yeah. like, I really like that. Like, that was a good. That was a good little thing. <laughs> 50 quid's not bad. 50 quid isn't bad for a toy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Woody's obviously inevitably worth, like, fucking tons. Yeah, a lot more. Because... If he can be put in a museum, and he's playing... I, I would... If I knew my kid's toy was worth that much, no matter how much I love that kid, I would happily replace it with a gold ingot. <laughs> I'd be like, look, play with that. <laughs> Throw that about the room. You could probably just buy like a because the reason why that Woody's worth money is because he's the hand painted, hand stitched type. Yeah, he's hand, a certain hand, blah 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 type of Woody. He's not a, like a factory made Woody. Woody. No. So I would happily just go to the store, buy a cheap factory made Woody, replace. <laughs> would you? Would you? What if, if, if you done if that? If you did that, would you? Yeah, would you feel awful? Depends how much money I made off it. <laughs> but then, really? but then. <laughs> Would if you replaced it and none of the other toys knew you replaced him? Imagine that the toys would be like Woody, and he'd be like, like Buzz in the first episode. He'd be like, yes. where's my horse? Yes. They're locked. They're stuck in the mine. Yes, he would be like that, wouldn't he? <laughs> then they'd, yeah, he'd be like going banging on about Jesse, and both people be like, fucking hell, comes yeah, back after a trip, on, and then we can bang on about is this other bird? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's that all about? Yeah, lo and behold, it's just a whole other man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah enough about that <laughs> anyway yeah so no I probably wouldn't place my kids toy yeah it'd feel really rough in it I say that now on the recording you'd, you'd, you'd like be patting your kid's head as he's like you just don't know where he got lost and you'd be like there there as you're counting your 10,000 pounds in <laughs> yeah, your just, hand you're, you're just <laughs> you're just rifling through <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> you'll get over it I'm sure bedtime yeah I'm if, I mean 10,000 pounds I think if I could explain For to my toy. child like Look, you've lost that toy, but you've got loads of others upstairs. Yeah. And this is 10 grand. <laughs> I was always convinced, right? I had a Venom toy when yeah. I was a kid. And I still think about it now. And I loved it. I loved it. And I never know what happened to it. And I convinced myself after about six months of desperately trying to find it and never finding it. I convinced myself that my dad put it on eBay. Oh, brutal. And for some reason, I still believe it to, to this day. It's like it's, a, it's an unsolved mystery. I last spoke about this with my mum a year ago. I was like, do you remember my Venom toy? And she was like, no. And I showed her a picture of it. And she was like, oh, yeah, you love that. Huh? What happened to that? And I was like, exactly. Dad. What? Yeah, dad happened to that. Dad and fucking eBay and got obsessed with fucking eBay when it first started getting big. Fucking oh, hell. I love the idea of your dad like, Sneaking into the room like, at night time and picking up, picking up your toy <laughs> as you're cuddling your Venom toy. Yeah. He's like, prize it out of your hand. Yeah, just moving my fingertips <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> and then, and then like, sneaks back downstairs and takes some really bad quality photos of it. Uploads <laughs> 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 on eBay. <laughs> oh, I bet it did happen as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a heartbreaker. I still think about that Venom. Oh, oh well. So he's good. gone now. So yeah. Yeah, so Woody gets kidnapped and then it's it's up to Buzz to become the hero. Yeah. Which I quite liked. I thought that was a nice dynamic because it was Woody. Yeah. obviously Woody was the hero in the first one. Yes. And now Buzz is the hero. Yeah, Buzz makes a very important point of it, doesn't he? He says, Woody kind of saved my hide, so what friend would I be if I didn't save his? You think, yeah, fair point. Yeah, fair true. point. True. Yeah. Go. So I mean basically Woody after he is kidnapped and he's held by Al, the chicken guy, he kind of stumbles across this whole other life he never knew he had. <laughs> or Al, the chicken guy. No, no, I'm just thinking about that scene and that very strange moment. Well, when he's like coming across. So he gets put in the glass case. Cabinet. Yeah. And you he can know, see the whole his room. eyes are open. He can see the whole room. He's, he's there. Yes. And then the chicken man leaves. So he comes out of the case and he runs across the room and tries to get to the door. Can't get to the door. Then he finds out. Sorry. Then then Jesse, Bullseye, and Prospect come out of the box. Yes. 
Um, and then they're talking, and then that's when they realize like he doesn't have any memory of his of his like backstory. Yeah. Whereas like when Buzz came out, Buzz knew all his backstory, but for some reason Woody didn't. Yeah, that is weird actually. Isn't so it? yeah, I'd, yeah. I mean, I'd, God knows why, but he doesn't. There's a deeper point there, but we won't go so, into it. Yeah. Yeah. So then they're like. Woody, don't you know? Bullseye, turn on the light. So then Bullseye like raises <laughs> yeah. the light a little bit. And he's like, fuck. And then Woody's me, like, a, oh my god, there's, there's a shrine built to there's, me. There's a fucking seven foot cutout of yeah, me. Yeah, like, then he like, turns around and walks into a massive, like, yeah, <laughs> six, seven foot cutout of Woody. Like, I'm sorry, I know the room was dark. But it weren't but pitch black, mate. Like, <laughs> do these toys have terrible eyesight? <laughs> oh, that is a good point. And like there is merchandise fucking everywhere. His face His is face is everywhere. There's gotta be like a hundred faces of Woody in there. Yeah, easy. So he's 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 stumbled across this like life he never knew he had, but is intrinsically his. And so he's kind of he gets caught up in it a bit, but at the same time he's he says his loyalties are to Andy, he needs to get back this, that, and the other. And meanwhile, you know, Buzz and so it's Buzz, Slinky, Rex, Ham, and Potato Head. I think, isn't it? That's yes. the crew that that's, leave. That is the yeah, that's that's the crew. And they leave as a crew, basically on a mission to you know find Woody. And for a series of kind of like really like FBI type trial investigations, they managed to figure out enough information to find out that he's probably at Al's toy barn. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's is that kind of where we ended. Half an hour ish. Yeah, pretty much. We had we had the bit where um they sit and watch Woody's Roundup. Yes, they watch Woody's Roundup. Which is great. It is good fun. It um, is good fun. And then, you know, you had the you had the moment where, you know, you, you realise that these other toys have lives as well and mm. you know, Jesse and Prospector and Bullseye are desperate to they go to be, the museum and get out of the box. They don't want to be put into storage. Yeah, Jesse's got particularly like PTSD about it. I would say definitely. Yes. So like you start to realize like oh yeah like there are other toys out there that aren't Andy's toys and they mm. do have lives and thoughts yeah. and you know they do have plans. Yeah. Strangely and, enough. <laughs> yeah, and Woody and Woody's <laughs> gonna fuck them up. Yeah. So you can see by being a selfish tart. <laughs> yeah so now you can you can you start to see that and then uh yeah that's, that's where our half hour got us to yeah but it was i mean it was good it's class like it's, it's... you can't you, i mean it's another pixar we had done a pixar film after a pixar film yeah it's your first time doing that isn't it but yeah but it's just it's good they're just good in there it's one of those things where whereas you know our previous episode was the incredibles and whereas that like kept you engaged but i felt it kept you engaged more on the comedy side of things like that was yes. just punch punchline after punchline it was that was great that was just this wasn't like it, it has its funny moments definitely like it has moments which really make you cackle but like it wasn't like as comically driven as the incredibles no. but yet you're still just as engaged like that half an hour flew by yeah 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 100%. and a lot happened in it yes it it goes at a quick pace. It does, yeah. It doesn't waste waste time, does it? No, not at all. But it doesn't there's, need there's to, I suppose. Hilarious moments and the things that with Pixar films is they've got the jokes for the kids and they've got the jokes for the adults. Yeah. And all of them land. Yeah, they do. They're just yeah, yeah. all timeless, good jokes. Yeah. Typically good writing, simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. So not much more I can really say, to be honest. No, not at all. It's a classic, classic for a reason. But would you continue watching it? course you would. of course you would because no would. there's no doubt <laughs> have you seen toy story three and four yeah i have I really liked three and i really liked four and the thing is with four right i get what people are saying about it a lot of people are saying like up in arms about it and i was like i get where you're coming from i get all this kind of like you know oh it, it felt more like a payday rather than a real kind of like fleshed out story in a way to end Toy Story and I thought like I do see where you're coming from but seriously like just fucking enjoy it well this was a really like you know 
I'm going to like analyse every aspect of this child's film. Because really, like, I know adults enjoy it. I love it to bits. I love every Toy Story. But in its heart, it's a children's film. Same way I feel about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you can analyse it all you want, but in its heart of hearts, it's a children's film. It's a fantasy. Yeah. And just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Whether it's great, bad, brilliant, whatever, you can find something in it you can really you like. You will find something you like in it, for sure. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, the like, latest Star Wars trilogy, I'll be honest, not great. No, it wasn't. But I still have bits I like. No, this is it. Like, I've, I've, So I think I've watched all of the newer films now, even the spin-off ones. Rogue One's my favourite out of a lot that have come out. Rogue One was really good. I really liked Solo, and everyone said it was... A I didn't mind Solo, yeah. Yeah, everyone, everyone was like, oh, it's so shit, and this is bad, and this... But I was like, what the fuck's your problem? It's good fun. Yeah, I, but... Don't, don't, you don't have to, like, look... Why was Darth Maul there? I don't care. I want fuck him back. It. Bring him back. Yeah. I'm all for it. He was cool. That's what <laughs> he, he was. He fucking carried Phantom Menace. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he did, yeah. He carried it. I heard some... I heard a, a mad thing. I'm going to go on a small tangent. Very small. I'll try and keep it small. I heard an amazing thing, right? where this guy was talking about Phantom Menace and he goes, oh, well, there was a reason that, and he, he made this whole big thing about it in a few small sentences. And he was like, oh, there's a reason like, you know, Anakin needed Qui-Gon Jinn to be his father figure. And when Qui-Gon Jinn died and Obi-Wan kind of became the father figure, that instantly sealed Anakin's fate of turning to the dark side. Right. And and everyone's like, what what the fuck's that about? And he goes, and he talks about Qui Gon Jinn, like thinks the Jedi Order is too political and all of that shit, and he wants to get it back to its roots of being like, you know, about the people, mm-hmm. and he wants to take Anakin under his wing like that. But Obi Wan Kenobi's all in with the politics of it. Yeah, and he says that you know, so when Darth Maul uh, is fighting Qui Gon Jinn, and the music is called the Duel of Fates. Those two fates are the fate of Anakin. It's the fate of whether Qui-Gon Jinn wins and he can be his Jedi mentor and keep him in the light side, or Qui-Gon Jinn dies and the fate is he turns to the dark side no matter what. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that actually doesn't make sense as to why that, that song's called fucking Jewel of Fates now. But I never thought about it like that. No, I thought it was a cracking good song. Yeah. Anyway, tangent over. Hmm. I like it. Thank I you. Like <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Right, so, yeah. Carry on watching us again. 100%. Do you want to hear some money it made? I would too? love to hear some money it made, actually. I'll yes. do it correct this time, unlike last time. I <laughs> <it out. laughs> uh, the budget for this one was 90 million. So, so very big for the time. In fact, pretty colossal for the time, but... It made? Not... Go on. 497 million. You know what? That's not as big a differential as I expected. Mm, I thought it was going to be a bit... Because that's box office. Because ninety uh, Incredibles was about ninety million. Yeah, and they made like six hundred million, I think, didn't they? So Incredibles was a a, a greater profit spinner. That's interesting. Mm. I that wouldn't. Is, is I wouldn't have thought that. But obviously, yeah, that is just. I mean, box it's still office a fucking and... great success, isn't it? Oh yeah, you can't deny that. It's bad, isn't it? When you look back then, it's like. I've done half a billion and it done really well. Well done. And now films are like, if you don't crack a billion yeah, dollars... if you don't crack a billion, you fuck all. You're fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> One Mad, thing I would it? say about Toy Story 2, the movie, just as a last note, that animation has really aged now. I think... It's still, it's still great. It's still easy to watch, but like, especially Andy. Yeah, like human faces haven't, haven't aged well, but like, yeah, for its time, it was amazing. Oh yeah, it's still... But yes, it hasn't aged Inevitably, well. Inevitably. But, but the thing is, inevitable. I think like if you watch the four Toy Story films, mm. it shows how far animations come. Because you look yeah. at the first one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in the first one, all of Andy's little mates have Andy's face. Yeah. Because they like were struggling to do whatever they need to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. understand animation completely. But No, no, no. Yeah, so. They couldn't do know, just that. And you look at the, you look at the first dog. Yeah, you look at the dog on the yeah. first film. You look at the cat on the last film, Toy Story 4. Yes. That cat is fucking insane. Yeah. It's like Incredibles 2. You can see the like the fibers of Mr. Incredibles fucking shirt. 
Really? Yeah, it is mental. Holy shit. Like, just looking at, but obviously that's a different film, but like, looking at Toy Story, mm-hmm. it, crazy, it shows you the history yeah, so yeah. easy of like, where animation was because each one when it comes out it's been the pinnacle of animation it really has hasn't it so like Toy Story 4 was stunning to look at amazing like really stunning to look at so like seeing them all watching them again mm. you're like fucking hell that was amazing at the time it's yeah. only got yeah fucking so just much imagine better. what it's going to be like give it another couple decades just imagine but that's the thing I thought like during the PS3 era and like when, I, when, I, played, when I played like Metal Gear 4 and I was like how the fuck can a game get better looking I know, than this? But you it know, just keeps doing it. And then it. Last of Us came out, you're like, how can a game get better looking than this? Yeah. And now I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm like, how can a game get better looking than but this? this? I mean, is... the thing is with Final Fantasy VII Remake, there are dodgy textures. Like doors. Yeah, yeah. But like, you but know. The game looks insane. Yeah. And you're that... like, how can it get better than this? It's well, the same it's... thing with animation. It was when, like when Witcher 3 came out. I was like, nah, this is it now. Like, that's it. They've, they've, done, even they've hit it now. In The Witcher. Mm. Right, the main game looks amazing, but that DLC where you go to that new place, Tucson, Tucson, that looks incredible. Oh, that's that's another step up. Yeah, like even in its own game, it seems to have a fucking jump. Yeah, yeah. which is mental. It is it is another step up. Like Tucson is like something else. It is, isn't it? That it is, is something else. Crazy. But then so. even since then, then we've got the fucking like Unreal Five re- engine release, and you look at that and you're like, that's just silly. They're making it even easier to do like bigger better things yeah and you're just Madness. like what the fuck is all this about it's ridiculous yeah. I, I just i just it, it is it is like that everything i well i remember when final fantasy 10 came out and i looked at that and i was that like still looks good today yeah but i was <laughs> like fucking hell look at the faces on all them lot yeah i remember thinking they were real it's mad yeah call of duty 2 i had that on the pc and that blew my fucking mind i was like oh my god i'm basically in world war 2 now it looks like proper that shit. That looks dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> right, should we move on to the game? Yeah, let's do it. So this is Toy Story 2. Yes. And we are playing the PS1 version. Which I would like to think is the most popular version of Toy Story 2. I feel... Uh, yeah, I think so. Don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah. So it was released on PlayStation, N64, uh, Dreamcast. Was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. That might be the best version to play, to be it fair. It probably is, yeah. Uh, Windows yep. and Mac. Nice. Then there was a Game Boy Color version, which was completely different than developed by a different um, studio. Yeah, and we've heard some worrying things about that. Yeah, we did, didn't we? I didn't know that existed. No. Uh, so to give some context, I had this as a kid growing up on the, my PC. Yep. As and, did I. Yep. And then... I've since bought it for the PlayStation, which then got it like on my PSP and my PS Vita. And I just remembered I also had it on the PlayStation one. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I did as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've owned this game. This is probably one of the games where like, owned it's like, it's like the Skyrim of my life where I've just yeah. bought it over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, and it wasn't a Nintendo game. Yes. Because that normally... You know, like, the case. I bought Wind Waker. I bought Wind Waker HD. And you can Same. be sure Same. as shit if they release it for Switch. I'm all over that. Oh, fuck. Hot rash, that I'll is, buy, it? I'll <laughs> buy Wind Waker Switch without, without fucking it'd be, blinking It'll be an epic eye. on the Switch, actually. Dilf. They need to do a collection. Yeah, if they done Ocarina of Time, Majora's, Majora's Mask, Mask Wind, Wind Waker, Waker, Twilight Princess, <gasps> and then and shove Skyward Sword in there. Yeah, just for the sake of it. I'd yeah. be well happy. Does that, does that lead it all up to Breath of the Wild? Skyward Sword was the last one before it? So Skyward Sword was the game before 3D anyway. I don't, yeah, 3D was the game before. Because it wasn't one on but the Wii, Sky was w- there? They did a the 3DS version. On the Wii U, sorry, yeah. No, there wasn't. No. Because the Wii U was meant to be Breath of the Wild and then they got yeah. delayed. Um, but Skyward Sword should be on the Switch because it's the beginning of the whole saga. So it makes sense then, because you've got the beginning and then you've got the end. Well, not the end, yeah. but like the last, well, the latest They one. should do that. They should re- they really release should. like a, a Triforce collection. I don't know why they wouldn't, because I mean, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess are on the Wii mm. U. They've proved yes. they can easily port games. Well, I don't know easily, but they've proved they can they port proved games they can over. Do it. Yeah. 
So why not why pull not? them two over and then just work Nintendo out the motion controls? Nintendo are funny like that, though. They always get funny with, but then, like, porting things in, doing collections. It's the same stuff. thing we've, we've talked about with the Metroid Prime trilogy. Yeah. Like, why haven't they brought that to Switch? I understand the game got delayed. But mm. if they go, like, Metroid Prime 4, but if they go to yeah. me, like... Steph, I don't know why Nintendo talked to me. <laughs> They're like, hey, hey, Steph, we're doing a direct just for you. And yes. our plan is we're going to release Metro Prime 4 in January 2021. So, you know, in July, we're going to release Metro Prime Trilogy. And I'll yeah. be like, but Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I really want to play all three Metro Prime games again. But... Yeah. I'm going to burn myself the fuck out <laughs> on Metroid Prime right. by the time I come around to Metroid Prime 4. Yes. And I can guarantee you, I will not want to play it. Yes. So if you release Metroid Prime Trilogy now, and I could play Metroid Prime 1, and then play something else, Metroid Prime 2, Two, play, play something, something else, else, Metroid Prime 3, play and I could get hyped for Metroid Prime 4, Yep. better. Much better. Then going, here's Metroid Prime Collection, and then in the like... Six months yeah, time. Yeah, six months time. Here's Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Just give me Metroid... All I'm saying is give me Metroid Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Just release it. We know you've got it. They should. We know you're done. Just do it. It's so anyway, silly, isn't it? Anyway, Toy Story 2. Yes. So, yeah, we ha- we've had this game. We've loved, we've loved this game. For many years. This so has been I a do... talking point for us for many years. I mean, like, looking back at the, like, the, the list of games we've done, there are like quite a few games on here, which are ones that we have loved in the past. Yeah, absolutely. And then there are ones that we've played. Yes. Which we might not have loved. <laughs> but like, some of them, like, yeah, like Goldeneye, obviously it holds a special yes. place in your heart if you're from that era from when it came out. Yeah. And this is another one of those games for me. It is. I, it's and not, for me, nowhere yeah, near yeah. as popular. <laughs> no, 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 no. But. My God, did I love it. Yeah, likewise. Likewise, this holds a really special place in my childhood. I remember sinking a lot of time into it and absolutely adoring it. So this this holds a really sacred place in my heart. Before we actually get into our, like, impressions of just playing it for this particular half an hour, we stumbled across something. Not now? No, no, go for it. Yeah, oh, I'm, we, just, we... I'm shaking my head out of, like... Disbelief. Utter, utter disbelief. So we stumbled across something. So apparently there was some controversy with Toy Story 2, the game. Mm. Now, Steph's read over it briefly. Very and his briefly. Re- and his reaction made me think, fuck. Like, I just didn't think that this kind of controversy could come from a Toy Story game. But you ready? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard this yet for, for viewers and listeners. So hit me. Following its initial release, the home console slash computer version, this is from Wikipedia, created controversy for its inclusion of a villain character whose design featured a moustache, a bullet bandolier, and a sombrero. In late November 1999, a peaceful process of 120 people was held outside Activision's headquarters by Hispanic activists who perceived the character as an offensive stereotype towards Mexicans. Activision and Disney stated that the character's appearance would be altered in future copies of the games and there was no plan to recall or amend current copies. I... You just wouldn't think it. You wouldn't think it, would you? Also, I don't remember that, so we must have had the versions that didn't have it because I don't remember what... Yeah, that doesn't ring any bells to me. I don't remember what enemy it was. Nah, that doesn't... Because I remember most of the bosses. Yeah, you find this shit. Nah, that doesn't ring a bell to me. Fuck. Well, the thing is, if because we, we obviously had the PAL release, so it would have had a delay in terms of its release time from like NTSC in America. Yes. And so it's very possible that... What? Is that I it? Think, I think I found it. Oh, mate, we've got a scour everywhere for... Oh, so that's what he was, and he got changed to that. So that's oh, that's that's the original. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I can see what they're talking about, mm. and then that's what they changed it to—just a generic like. How funny! How funny! Mad, isn't it? That's, I still wouldn't have thought it would be in there, but then it's it's crazy how something like little, like realistically, it's quite little, isn't it? Because effectively, what they changed it to, Texans could get angrier. 
Yes. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You, you could easily take offense to anything they put on the screen. But it's amazing to think that a little a little enemy character on a Disney Toy Story game could cause a fucking protest outside Activision. Mm. That's mad. Mad, isn't it? Absolutely mad. Uh, I don't think we mentioned. So the developers Traveller's Tales. Yes. For the console and computer ones, not the Game Boy Color version. Mm-hmm. And it was published by Activision. Disney Interactive for the PC and THQ for the Game Boy Color. But mm. I tell you what, starting up this game, mate, how many logos did we get? Yeah, fuck me. I don't I, I I definitely remember the Activision and, and Travelers the, Tales. Yeah, and, and the, the Disney, Disney Interactive. But fucking hell, like I think there was another two or three on top of that that I couldn't recall, the to be load, honest. Like yeah. yeah, it was a bit of an overload, but my god, as soon as we turned it on, fucking nostalgia hit or what? It's like a smack around the chops. That was unbelievable. And, like, getting right into it, like, it, it is. it was overwhelming how much I remembered once we're just in it. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah, we discussed in the uh, opening bid episode where Tom hasn't played this... I, I think for... near enough 20 years. Yeah. It's, it's a bit less than that. But, like, if you think about it's it... like enough. Yeah, I was probably... 10 realistically last time i properly played this and that was 18 years ago yeah and near enough 19 i the last time i played this was probably like three years ago yeah (laughs) a bit of a discrepancy in between (laughs) but i didn't get fully through it yeah i i remember the last boss because the last boss is the prospector Mm. and i remember him but not very well yeah but I've always loved the idea of going through and getting all the tokens in this game. I haven't got to do it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I have gone back and played this. I think I last played it on my Vita. Nice. It's a perfect game for, like, a handheld now, Yeah, because it doesn't it? Do you know take I mean? long. It doesn't take long to, like, do a level. No. And you can quit out after only one token. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all you really need for for progression unless you've got a like demand on, on a level of how much you need. The thing I remember when I was a kid not having enough Pizza Planet tokens for like the um the construction yard and stuff like that. Like I remember actively not getting it all before moving on. Yeah. And for some reason I remember a lot of it being really challenging when I was a kid. And this brings me on to a point I want to talk about because when we were playing it, you kind of brought that up. You're like, fucking hell, we're plowing through this really quickly. Yeah, like I thought the um, robot was going to be harder than it was. I thought yeah. the kite was harder than it was. Yeah. And then when we finished playing, I thought, you know what? I am actually going to save my progress. Yeah. So I took on the plane bus. And when as as it was starting up, I said to you, mate, this, I actually this remember. This one like, this, this one yeah. was genuinely tough. You didn't even get hit. Didn't. I didn't. I literally didn't move. I just <laughs> you went didn't. You just first stood person still mode and just shot him. Blacked him, yeah. <laughs> and it was easy as anything. And it I, was, I, yeah. I was genuinely there. Like I thought, I thought this was difficult. But mm. then there was another thing we thought about this game, which turns out to be false as well. Yes, that's something I want to get to next. My my point my point on this is that we often talk about how we played games like. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which was a real fucking, like, anyone would say that's a tough-as-nails game. Yeah, I've never beaten it. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid getting, like, level four or five, never completing it, but definitely level four or five, and I've played that in more recent years. I'd say past, I don't know, two or three years ago was the last time I played it. I think I might have got past level two. So there's a discrepancy in my skill there between when I was a kid and an adult. And it goes in the other direction. Like, I've got worse over time with that. And that's a harder game. Yet this, which is an easier game, more aimed at children. And I found it harder when I was a kid than I do now. Yeah. So, do, do you see what I mean? Like, there's a strange... That's a strange dynamic in my mind. I don't see yeah, how that it, works. Yeah, it doesn't... It's not often that you go back to a game that you you found... But it's normally you go back to a game that you first play as a kid and you're nowhere near as good. Like, like yeah. I said, that is that's normally the routine yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this one was a lot easier. Um, it's, it's strange, isn't it? But 
for years we have been quoting that when when Buzz jumps off something, yes, he does like a no, yeah, and we always thought that he went like no, 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 and we repeat it. <laughs> We've as, for as long as this. as long as he hits the floor. Yeah. So we've done this for decades. Yeah. You know, like we thought it was that's what he done. Yeah. So I climbed to the top of the tree, jumped off. He only done it the once. Yeah. And we we built this up. Like our opening bid episode will be out soon. Watch it because that's our true reaction. That's our first reaction of it because we were building ourselves up for it. We jump off the treehouse and we just hear it once and then we just go quiet. And then he slaps the floor. And then we're like, no fucking way. I still remember it best from the construction. After you go up to the top of the construction yard, you take on the jackhammer. Yeah. I remember vividly that you hear it more than once. Yeah. I'm I'm so sure I do. Fucking vividly. Yeah. So tomorrow... I'm going to turn on that game. I'm going to get to the top of the construction tower <laughs> and I'm going to jump off. And if he does it more than once, I'm then going to do it again, but I'm going to record it, it. Yes. To prove that it happened. And if it doesn't well, happen... Well, like record it proper and put... Properly. Well, and put it on cash grab. Yeah. Just evidence. Just evidence. Nice. Then yes. If he doesn't do it, then you just won't hear anything from me. Oh. I mean, like I'll be on the next episode now. I'm not going to... I'll just I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll leave the country. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll quarantine first before I do. <laughs> yeah, it was it was mind blowing because honestly, it may sound a stupid thing, but like we've quoted that always, always years and years and years, like ne- like near enough, like fifteen years or more, we have quoted that and just like no no. Just for no fucking reason, but we just do it. <laughs> we like, just both believed it was a thing. So, and it's like I, I, I said, it's 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 the Mandela effect. Mm. It's just we've we like either it is real and something glitched out there, and we're just overanalyzing it. Too yeah, much we're now. getting way and too we're, like we're, upset by yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> we're going deep on this bitch now. Like, or we have rewritten history in our heads, and we've made something up so much to the point that we both believe that it is a hundred percent true mad but anyway this game starts off with you <laughs> in because we've been talking about the game for a while not actually haven't we haven't spoken actually about f- fucking so you play as buzz yes and you're in andy's house yes and you have to collect pizza planet tokens to move on to the next level as we discussed yes. so you've got a variety of different things you've got fine coins around the level and you can yep. buy a pizza token off um ham yep then you can help out you can race rc mm-hmm uh, sometimes you need boosts and health help, yeah. which you get from Mr. Potato Head mm-hmm. by finding something. If he's in the level, you yeah. might find a piece of him. Yeah. Uh, there's Little Bo Peep, and you can find her sheep. There's Army Man, you can find the Army Men. Mm-hmm. There's a duck, and you can find the ducklings. You yeah. know that kind of like help me find my whatever. Yeah. There's always a, a like a, yeah you've got to collect, collect five of something basically yeah. Um, and then, then the there's boss. always there's always one random one. Yeah. Like hidden somewhere. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, there's a boss per level as well. Yeah. And the gameplay is essentially you as Buzz, 3D platforming, shooting enemies. Yep. You've got your laser gun, which you can charge up. You've got spin attack, which you can charge up. And you've got a first person mode if you want to be super duper accurate. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm worse in first person mode than I am in, <laughs> I'm in Steph normal. did some mental <laughs> trick shots, but when you go into first person mode, there was some desperate stuff going it was, on it was <laughs> dreadful um yeah so it's just it's a 3d platformer it's a solid one like the thing is realistically about the platforming there's nothing special about it it's it's good it's not great it's good it's good and it it knows its limitations yeah like it knows the camera's a bit shit yeah it knows that sometimes you're not 100 percent sure where you're meant to be going mm-hmm. or like the way that the camera is, you can't tell if Buzz is going to land on the ledge or not. Yeah. So it holds your hand in the way that like when you jump, you float a bit. And then when you do a second jump, again, you kind of float for a bit. Yeah. And it gives you that time that if you've like, if you're hanging on a light cord Mm. and then you jump and you don't quite jump in the right direction at first and you jump slightly left the way you need to go, that second jump will give you more than enough 
airtime to get you back to where you should be. Yeah. So it's quite lenient in that way. Yeah. Which is lovely because it's kind of like, right, we know this is a bit difficult. Let's make it a little bit easier. But yeah, it's like perfect if you are a kid playing it as well. Exactly. Yeah. And it's now when you're playing a game, it's just frustrating when it has to be pinpoint perfect that you yeah. just give up. Yeah. But because it gives you a bit of leniency and you can do that second jump and you will get it 90% of the time, you don't mind. No, like, not at it's, all. It's fine. Not at all. There's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, I, I think, yeah, because the, the thing is, realistically, when you think about it, a lot of this game isn't standout. And that's that's being purely analytical about it is that like the platforming isn't particularly standout. Some of the as like the combat isn't particularly standout. But I think what it is which makes it stand out, and we're under no illusions that this is going to rate high in our call. Cool like this, there is this is a standout game. There is something special about it. And what it is is it's just it's got life. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's it's its components aren't special, but it as a whole is very very special. It's a special game, mm. and it is just like there is some sort of life to it, and it is when you mix the really good music with like a living breathing level, which feels like toys have come alive and everything's in a bit of chaos, with like you know missions that are samey but you're more than willing to do it because it's with characters you love and know and care about. Mm-hmm. And when all these things mesh together, it makes for a really special game. Yeah. And yeah, it is it, it is just like, they do it well as well. You know, like you're running around Andy's house. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, here's Andy's house. Oh, here's Andy's garden where he's got a massive fucking tree. <laughs> oh, he's like, a, well, he's that's a, not his garden, mental, but that's like, that's like the public bit of the garden. Yeah. Guess. But, and yeah. why does he have segmented fences that you have to, like, he's got like three gardens in one, isn't he? Yeah, God and knows. And a swimming pool. Oh, no, I think that's another house. It is another house next door. But I thought Sid was next door. Other side. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I feel like they've forgotten about Sid. Yeah, Sid kind of just like... Does Sid come back in any of the other films? No. I I thought it... I had a feeling that they were going to like bring him back. I thought they were going to bring him back for one of the other films. Yeah, I had a feeling that he was going to be brought back for four. But then I don't think he did come back. Don't remember him coming back at least anyway. God, he was a freak, wasn't he? Oh, Sid looks like a right weirdo, doesn't he? Absolute little little cretin. No. No. No, I'm sure lots of people got like theories about it, like Yeah, I'm sure they do. All sorts of mad shit. Um, Why but do people overanalyze this game, films. People love it. Oh, but yeah, this much. this game does have uh, FMV clips of the film. Yes, but they're not interweaved with the storyline. It's more, it's more. Oh, you've unlocked, you've unlocked a yeah, special clip. It's like a reward, isn't it? They're and then they give based. you a little clip. Yeah, it is a reward based mm. thing. It's not like a here's the clip to the next thing. It's yeah, you've unlocked this next clip. Here we go, and it plays it for yeah, you. Yeah, because you actually said whilst we were watching the film, you said like, you know what? Like, the game doesn't even try to be linked to this, really. It doesn't. It's like, level one's Andy's house. Yeah. It doesn't even mention Woody. Like, that no. I remember. No. Yeah. Level two is the garden. Mm-hmm. Level three is a boss fight. Yeah. With a plane. Mm-hmm. Level four is a construction, construction yard. yard. I'm pretty sure level five is the alleyways. Alleyway. Yeah. And then level six is a fight with a big blobby thing <laughs> oh yeah i do remember, do you remember that. that one yeah. yeah i do yeah and then what's level seven that must be the high-rise apartment uh, so that level seven is if, I, if i'm links. correct is where it starts to link back with the film right shit it's quite far into the game before it starts getting it is, into the film yeah it really is to be honest it doesn't it, like you say it doesn't even actually you know what i think number seven is ours toy barn Yeah, I mean, I can't remember. It's not on Wikipedia. Either or, it's kind of like it's, it it's only starting to kind of link back to anything to to do with the film until much later in the game. So it's not it's not like actively trying to follow in the footsteps of the film. Exactly. How funny! 
But the thing is, is like when when we talk about it, like it's one of those things. Like th there's no point going through explicitly what we did because it, it is quite a basic kind of 3D platform. So it's I've got parts. a list of levels. Do you want to hear them? Oh yeah, yeah, go for it. Go on. Level one, Andy's house. Mm -hmm. Level two, Andy's neighborhood. Level three is the boss fight. Mm -hmm. Level four, construction yard. Level five is alleys and gullies. Uh, level gullies. six is the slime time boss. That's it. Level seven is Al's toy barn. Level nice. eight is Al's space land. Fucking love that level. I don't even you know if fight I remember it. Buzz Lightyear buggy. That was great. I don't even remember so it. So good. Level nine is a boss fight. Level ten, elevator hop. That was oh. an elevator level. I remember that one being quite hard. Level 11 was the penthouse. God. Level 12 was a boss fight with Zerg. Level 13 was the airport. Oh my God. I didn't even know there's this much in it. Yeah. Level 14 was tarmac trouble, which I think was like outside the airport. Yeah. And level 15 was the final boss of Stinky Pete. You know what? I, I didn't even know it went to that level. I, I didn't even know. I thought there were about 10 levels. No, it was loads. It goes on for ages. It's a long old game. Holy shit. Well, Especially if you want to get every pizza token and all that. Yeah. Like the alleys, I, I alleys and know. gullies always tripped me up. Really? Yeah, I always struggled to get... I remember the level. I do remember it now. But... Fuck, I, I had no clue. I mean... It's... Like I was saying though, like we, we can't... I don't feel like we can go over every little bit. There's no point because... No. It is... It is what it is, really, at the end of the day. But the way I the way I see it is that just like as we were saying, the only way we can really talk about this is by just saying, like, yeah, the components of it aren't special. You could compare it to lots of other platforms, like for like Croc comes to mind. Same yes. era, yeah, around the see, same I can time. See what you're saying. Same sort of like, you know, there are collectathon aspects pick-up aspects, mystery aspects, a boss every now and again, and it's level-based. But this is this is just so special. And yeah. that's that's really all there is to it. So, I mean, if you're happy to, should we, should we call all it? Yeah, I think so. I don't think there's much more we can really have say. Have we got reviews? Oh, we have. Get some quick reviews and then, yeah, can get then some call quick reviews it. In. I mean, I don't think the reviews are going to affect what we say about it but or where we want to put it in the call wall i think our minds are made up yeah like what what we would do it right so okay all game mm -hmm. gave the like the main version yeah one two three four and a half out of five dreamcast one and a half oh dreamcast must have had some problems egm playstation version 7.8 okay dreamcast five Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, hate on the Dreamcast. Game mm -hmm. Fan, N64, 57, Dreamcast, 47. Fuck. Game Revolution, PlayStation, C+. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Love it. Dreamcast, C, N64, D. Right. These are all over the place, mate. Yeah, they are. Being a GameSpot, PlayStation 7.1, uh, Dreamcast 5.9. IGN gave a 7 to the PlayStation version, a 5 okay. to the Game Boy Color version, All right, 6 fair to enough. the Dreamcast. Nintendo Power said 7.1 out of 10. Nice. Um, they're, they're Entertainment bit... Weekly gave the PlayStation version an A, right? and Windows a C, and Next Generation gave Dreamcast a 1 star. Mate, it's all over the place. So, so... so the Metacritic is 75 out of 100 for PlayStation. Okay. Uh, 58 out of 100 for the N64 and 57 out of 100 for the uh, Dreamcast. Mate, it's, well, basically, it's all over the place. Like, I don't really know what you take from that. Certainly, you can't take anything as gospel because it's, it's about as clear as fucking shit, isn't it? So, yeah, exactly. It's, it, you have to make your own mind up, don't you? Yeah, which we will do now. So, yeah, so we're having a look at the cool wall now. Right, so. Let's look at the core. So in our, well, our top five games in descending order. So our absolute tip top is Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation 1. In second is Goldeneye for the N64. 
inferred is Alien Resurrection for the PlayStation 1. In, Do- uh, in, in Doom, in fourth is Doom for everything. <laughs> and in fifth is the Warriors for the PlayStation 2. And I don't think we should tempt those bottom all i will say is that right at the bottom of our list is shrek extra large still there still healthy still there gonna be there for some time don't think we need to worry about that being shifted anytime soon i don't think so but it should prompt you to go and watch our episode of shrek extra large do it you won't regret it right i know where i'm gonna put it straight off the bat do you i do i wonder if you want a bit higher than me or not Ooh, you go first so my debate, the, 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 the debate going on in my head. Yes. I'd play it over Hercules. Yes. I'd play it over the Warriors. Yes. I'd play it over Doom. Right. But I really like the Simpsons game. Yes. So I'm thinking... I'm stuck, because like... I, yeah, I, I know The Warriors is great, but it's not really a game for me anymore. Like, yeah. so it's not something I can really be bothered with anymore. Doom, again, great, but it's not something I really enjoyed picking up and playing all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas Simpsons game, I feel like it could just pick up and play it. Yeah, you could. Uh, I feel the same for this. And then there's... I want to give a bit more time to Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Oh, I'm really, I'm struggling big time on this one. What are you thinking? My initial thought was it comes fifth and it's certainly above the Warriors. Then I thought about it a little bit more and I thought, actually, you know what? I would put it ahead of Doom, but under Alien Resurrection. So I want to put it in fourth. I think that's fair. Yeah. Because that's kind of where I'm thinking as well. The only reason I wouldn't put it above, because it's definitely not above Goldeneye, it's definitely not above Final Fantasy VII. No, the highest no, it could not. possibly be is third. But the reason I'm not putting it above Alien Resurrection is because even though we haven't played nearly as much Alien Resurrection as we have Toy Story 2, there was something about Alien Resurrection which had that same feeling of being special that this did. And, and yes. there was something... So, and also... Uh, beyond that feeling of it being special, Alien Resurrection was groundbreaking. Alien Resurrection literally was one of the first games to actually start inventing this like dual analog sort of system. Mm. That like Alien Resurrection for the PlayStation One is genuinely a very interesting and very special game, and scary as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah to make I... horror work on a PlayStation One and have a very interesting dynamic and it feel special, that's a real keeper. I agree. So it, the only reason is because there were certain elements to Resurrection which made it more just tangible and unique. Yeah, I completely agree. So fourth. Yes, the new new fourth. Which means Warriors gets kicked out of our top five and Doom sits at the new fifth with Toy Story 2 being our, our newest entry at fourth. Goodness gracious, I knew it was going to be a top five. I knew it had to be. The thing is, like I said, I, I'm a I am a bit biased. We both are. We both are. But bloody hell, this game deserves to have a biased mind to it. All those reviewers that reviews, reviewed it all that time ago and like, you know, five here, seven there, whatever, whatever. Of course, they're not playing the full game and they're not. Do you know what I mean? They're not they're not experiencing it in that like lovely right time of your life. Mm-hmm. I think we did. I think we got it just at the right time. We We appreciated it for what? what it's really meant to be, which is a fucking good game. Fucking great game. Fucking great game. So, yeah. now's the big question. Our namesake, is it a cash grab? I Do want you mind to say, if I go first? Yeah, go for it. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Nah, it's not linked to the movie. At least it's not directly linked at all. It's got movie clips in it, but they are used as rewards and they're not used to drive down your throat and move the story along. Every level is unique. It's, it's, do you know what I mean? And those levels aren't particularly tied to the story. They are in places. Like, it, it's its own thing. Love was put into this. It wasn't made solely for money. It was also made to just release a really, really kicking game, I think. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, that, that's exactly it. Because, because like, yeah, when you go on the main menu, there is an option for the movie clips. Yes. So like, they do. It is there. Yes. Trying, so I know we have called other things cash grabs for having that as well. Yep, yeah, we have. We have. But it is there. But it, it's not forced down you. No. You unlock just little segments, and that's it. But if you look at that list of levels I read out. Mm. Not many mm. of them are actually to do with the film. Out of the fifteen, I'd say there are three which are directly linked. Yeah, like there's that's, not that's, there's not many. That ain't even near to half. Do you know what I mean? Like even like, the first fucking five levels don't really have anything to do. With no, it. not at all. So not at all. Yeah, I think just from that, and then like the interaction you have, and all of that, and like yeah, you don't even know. I mean, you know, I think you know Woody's gone missing just from the blurb of the game, but like, yeah. it doesn't really come up in the game. No, it's you not a driving start. force, is it? It's no. not. It's not used as the linchpin. Whilst if it was based purely on the movie, that's all it would be. Yeah, that would be it. And then there's enough to do. Mm. You know, there's there's five tokens per level that yeah. aren't boss fights. Yeah. So there's loads of tokens to unlock. Mm. They're all slightly different. Yeah, absolutely. Like. There's collectathon things. There's shoot the things. There's, you know, all different stuff. And then it's also got, you know, level two to beat RC. You need the rocket boots. Yeah. You, know, you don't unlock the rocket boots till later on. So then you have to there's go to a level, element. and then you can go back to another level. But like, oh, now I've unlocked the rocket boots. I can do that pizza token in level two, and you can go all the way back. That's it. Exactly. Do that and get it and. It wasn't just a level bang, level bang, all right, no. go, 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 no. done. It f- feels like that kind of Metroidvania, but obviously not. Yeah, but like there, well, you get is... something and you come back to something else that you couldn't do yeah, earlier. Yeah, you're, you're encouraged to re-explore your footsteps. Exactly, yeah, 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 that's it. And it, yeah, it feels like love and care was put into this game. I couldn't agree more. It's It's not a cash grab. Hmm. Boom. Beautiful. <laughs> I was really hoping we'd agree. Absolutely. Well, there you go. I'm very happy about that. Very, very happy. And I hope you viewers and listeners are too. If you have been listening on a cast or other podcasting platforms, thank you so much. And do consider downloading and do consider uh, going to our YouTube channel, watching our videos so you can see some footage along with it exploring other things and also subscribe to our channel if you are already watching on youtube give us a thumbs up do subscribe and press the bell for notifications and for all of you listening and watching please do consider visiting our patreon at cash grab podcast and do consider becoming a patron it would mean the world if you could even consider it but thank you so much again for listening and watching and we will catch you next time thank you very much see you later see you later